0: Hey everyone, I hope you're all hanging in there. Thanks for tuning in to Right at the Heart. I'm your host, Kara Knight. It's been a crazy few weeks. At Farmers, we've made many adjustments to our daily operations, just like everyone else. I'm working from home, and I'm thankful to be able to do so. I try to keep up with the latest developing news across the globe. It's changing rapidly by the hour. And while watching, we see cities everywhere struggling— COVID-19 has caused a lot of uncertainty for everyone. Hospitals in cities like New York and Boston are being overwhelmed. Families are losing loved ones without being able to say goodbye. It's devastating. But it's our reality, and we're facing it head on. I think it's also allowed many people the opportunity to just slow down, myself included. In this episode, we're checking to see how small-town America is hanging on in camden arkansas we've got several branches there and the city's mayor julian lott is offering his perspective on how they're handling the global pandemic you're listening to right at the heart a podcast focused on sharing inspirational stories from our communities presented by farmers bank and trust along the way you'll learn about managing your finances news about community events interviews with local leaders and more So get ready to be inspired as we get right at the heart of Farmers Bank & Trust. Mayor Lott, thank you so much for taking your time to join us on our podcast. I know you've been pretty busy the past few weeks. Yes, ma'am,
1: and thank you so much for having me. I'm uh, really happy to uh, work with uh, one of our local uh, institutions, and we're happy about what you guys are doing in our communities to help us to serve uh, our own constituents at this time.
0: For sure. Well, you are the mayor of Camden, Arkansas, South Arkansas. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got this role?
1: Oh, well, needless to say, I am Julian Lott. I was born and bred in Mississippi. Um, If you don't mind, I'd like to uh, begin by saying I'm a professed Christian as of August 26, 1984. I became a gospel preacher. I preached my my first sermon when I was 10, June 15, 1986. Yeah. I was at the third oldest black Baptist church in the state of Mississippi, Bell Flower Missionary Baptist Church. In 1994, I graduated from high school. I went on to attend Tougaloo College and Jackson Reformed Theological School there in Vicksburg, Mississippi. And in 1997, I married Nancy Humphrey Lott. We have six children, and uh, we are grandparents, those are their words, not ours. And uh, I have lived in Mississippi, I've lived in Indiana, I've lived in Texas, and now Arkansas is my home. I came here to pastor a small church uh, in L.A., or some people call it Luann, and then I was able to move over to the Queen City. And now I serve as the first mayor elected by the popular vote here in the city of Camden, Arkansas.
0: Wow, you've just been all over the place.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it takes time. For sure. money. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, what are some of the issues important to you as the role of mayor?
1: As I stated earlier, I'm a Christian and Christianity stems from Judaism. I noticed uh, when I moved here some of the statistics of the area. So I got involved with some of the local groups that were att- attempting to solve some of those problems, uh, like food insecurity, the obesity rate, some of the health concerns that were going on the high rate of theft, domestic violence, and things like that. And by and large, most of these issues that I saw stem from one thing, and that was poverty. And so I was blessed with the opportunity uh, to facilitate a group called Bridges Out of Poverty, which that helps people to overcome or at first to recognize some of the areas where they lack resources. And with that construct, we were able to help people to overcome. And then when I saw that not all of it was on the person. Some of it had to do with policy. I said, I've got to do something else. And so I served as the assistant mayor for some time. And then uh, later on, I just decided that I could probably be more effective by uh, serving as mayor and helping to set some of those policies in our community.
0: There are a lot of people who are facing difficult situations already. And with the coronavirus only adding to it, I can only imagine you know, what those people are going through. So my next question leading into that, how is the city of Camden doing during this pandemic, especially that that group of people that you talk about, you know, that do face poverty?
1: We're doing well amidst the, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, we're trying to stay in lockstep with the federal, state and local recommendations and the mandate. In this particular pandemic, the County Judge, Robin McAdoo, the County Health Officer, Dr. Lawrence Braden and myself are working together to get the right information out to the community because a part of that is making sure that people are knowledgeable. Ms. Peggy Abbott, who serves at the Washtenaw County Medical Center, works with each of us tirelessly, keeping us uh, in, in the loop with phone calls, et cetera, to keep us up to date on pertinent information. Dr. Deadman also serves uh, as a liaison between the city of Camden and the Highland Industrial Park. He's he's agreed to ensure that best practices uh, for those who are traveling back and forth between Washita and Calhoun counties to work every day. And uh, we have some of the best volunteers in the state. Uh, If you've been online, you've probably noticed that some of of us have been sending masks as far as New York or California and Florida. So we've been working together and very diligently in uh, as a city and as units to try to get things moving in the right direction is not ideal, but we've certainly been working together. And this has really uh, shown some of the best about our community.
0: Y'all have set up a task force and you mentioned some of those people and you're kind of keeping the community updated on Facebook Live. I know you have a meeting coming up here shortly to keep everybody (laughs) updated. What has been the city's message through all of this? Well, the need
1: for us to work together, to stand together, to collaborate. Uh, We have tried our best to keep the most up-to-date information available to our citizens. I do want to be honest that we have been dealing with a pandemic, but there is an infodemic that's been going on where people think they know something that they may or may not know. However, we're having to lock in with what's coming down from the uh, federal as well as the state. And we just want we just want to stay in lockstep with leadership to make sure that we're following the directives that we're given. Uh, we don't have the uh, right or the opportunity to just take off and, and to lead. We want to follow our governor. We want to follow our president. We want to make sure that we're doing things uh, that won't get in the way of, of our community moving forward.
0: And what are some of the struggles the city is facing? I know you had mentioned to me earlier that, you know, it's important to you to bring businesses to Camden, you know, to bring more people here.
1: Well, many of our businesses have been in limbo, wondering how long. Some of the employers and employees just want to get back to work. Yeah. Our children have become somewhat restless. All of this energy with neither a friend nor a field to run it off. And we brought in principles, uh, as you mentioned earlier, in our daily briefs. We've uh, been bringing in principles to aid in bringing comfort and ease to our future workforce because we want our children educated. We have a college in our backyard, and we want them educated, ready to go uh, to work, ready to own business, to be entrepreneurs. Our governor has been the one who, with the power to shut down some of the business that were deemed non-essential until this passes over. And as a <clears> precaution, we have also shut down some of our parks and our playgrounds. I, I really feel saddened you know, about our children who are graduating this year, who are concerned. And out of all times, this just so happens to happen in the spring and some of the churches would use E-Day or what they call Easter as one of mm-hmm. the biggest soul winning crusades of the year. This is a big deal, but we it have is. faith in God that he'll bring us through this. And we believe in the resilience of this great community and much of the prayer and patience that we will need you know, with each other as well as with some of the decision makers right now is gonna take much prayer and patience. So we've yeah. got a lot that we're trying to balance at one time, but I do understand that there's some people out there uh, who are right in the thick of it and we're doing everything we can to make sure that they get the proper information. If people don't have internet, uh, internet is being provided across the city, We have food pantries across the city. So we're answering as many of the challenges as we possibly can. As soon as we know about them, we go straight to work.
0: For sure, and I think that's all you can do. I do understand, uh, you know, a lot of the schools. My husband is a baseball coach, and he, like many other people, is just devastated because all of the spring sports have been canceled. The seniors, I especially feel for those senior students, I cannot imagine just having your school year, you know, completely cut short. Those are when a lot of memories are made.
1: Some of our children will use this as a time to, uh, uh, to write, to journal, and to pay attention to what's going on, and to turn it around and to use it for something good. We can't undo it. It's a reality that we're faced with, and we got to roll with it. I mean, write a book about it. Uh, yeah. Do something with it. Write a movie about it. What does it feel like? Express
0: that. That's a great idea. I love that. I I know I've seen the hashtag Camden Bear Hunt all over social media. And you just mentioned a lot of great things that are happening in the community to try to keep people positive, encouraged, and bringing people together virtually. Is there anything else that's happening um, that you've seen? Or is that just kind of something, you know, as it comes, you just try to share it quickly? as you can on Facebook to kind of let people know what's going on in your community?
1: Everything that we can find positive with our volunteers, et cetera, we've been trying our best to lead the way with that. But you mentioned you know, the Camden uh, bear hunt that's all over social, social media. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's been one of those positive things where a person can just pull up, stay in your car, take a picture, go on Facebook. It's very simple. But there are other Facebook groups and volunteers uh, and special interest groups that are striking up, taking advantage of this particular time that we have. We are still stressing physical distancing. But what we have been saying is that physical distancing does not necessarily mean social distancing. So we're telling people, stay in touch, check on your neighbor, call your friends, remember birthdays, remember anniversaries, still be a good uh, citizen, but we're encouraging people to find ways of staying positive. We cannot undo what's happening, but we can take that energy and channel it properly and make some great memories together. I know it's difficult for some of our children and our parents who are spending more time together than than they probably have in a long time. Spouses are with each other, and so it's uh, it's a little different than what some people are used to, but we got to learn how to roll with it.
0: Yeah, we actually just posted a little bingo board on our Facebook page because I know it, like you mentioned, it has kind of fostered in some new activities, things to learn, trying out new recipes. You know, I've even been planting a little garden, and I've never done that in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've mentioned this earlier that you are a pastor and you kind of um, alluded to this. How has your faith played a role in your decision making, you know, in response to this pandemic and leading a community through such a difficult time?
1: On a personal level, we've had to ensure that our people stay connected uh, to our source through prayer and through fasting. But the name of our church is Koinonia, my personal, our church is Koinonia, which is the Greek word for fellowship and communion. So we strongly encourage those who are connected to our ministry to invest their time in connecting with our creator, God. The building doesn't get in the way. The building doesn't stop us. I do understand the fears and anxiety that some may feel, and uh, but I don't know where anybody, especially me, I don't know how I could stand this without my faith in the Lord. So I'm yeah. also doing some mental health checks to help maintain a sense of grounding in this season because it's, uh, it can take its toll on you. And of course, my in my particular profession, I've got to stay abreast of the information. I've got to know what's going on so that I can give proper information to those who are with us.
0: Well, um, how can people help or support the city of Camden and its neighboring communities? There's so many small communities around Camden that could easily be forgotten about. But I've seen on your Facebook page, you've you know, trying to been direct people, you know, even from those small communities to food banks and drives and things that they can go and and seek help. Is there anything that people could do to to support you guys?
1: I was looking forward to that particular question on today uh, because (laughs) if you'll, uh, the SBA is offering some grants and some things and some of our, some of our people here, some of our business owners, I've been very prideful and strong people who have actually worked real hard to get what they have. It's hard to imagine that they struggle now uh, with just staying afloat and I think that some of our banks could certainly uh, find out what SBA is doing and uh, help us to be able to uh, simplify some of those funding processes because like I said a lot of people instead of you know going and asking for help just worked a little bit harder along the way and probably don't understand all of the red tape that's necessary to follow those type of of laws and and to get some things done. Some of those businesses will have to start with some fresh food. They're going to have to start uh, with some fresh materials in order to be able to make it. So they'll be starting all over again. We want our people to go back to work and we want to put people back to work who want to be gainfully employed. This is the one pandemic uh, that uh, teaches us that we're truly one camera. because this this particular pandemic affects both the rich and the poor the fat and the skinny the faithful and the faithless and our government is working together at all levels
0: it's good to see that you're you know staying positive i think it's encouraging for community members who may feel a little scared or hesitant of what the future holds you know at least you're leading with a positive mindset i know that's really kind of all you can do at this point um, you know, when you don't
1: know? Yes, ma'am. We're, we're having to admit that we really don't know. <laughs> and the way we handle this will affect people on so many different levels that we have to be intentional about the decisions that we're making. We have to be intentional because once you, when you cancel school, uh, someone was thinking about the fact that that was their senior year. Some teacher was, was thinking about well, I've got to help that child overcome the hurdle of his uh, of his times table. So it right. wasn't just a simple "We're not going to have school." It was it was actually a lot of things that were intertwined and touching each other at the same time, and because of that, uh, we're forced to consider that the decisions that we make. And uh, not just about ourselves, but what we're doing affects other people. And some of those people, it affects in a greater way, especially some of the people who are disenfranchised and some of the people who are dealing uh, with poverty or some who may be dealing with afflu- uh, affluency. And so uh-huh. it affects everyone in a different way. Yes, ma'am.
0: We really appreciate you being willing to kind of share what you're doing to help lead that community. Well, may I
1: mention before we go about Absolutely. this uh, awesome task, uh, the Camden COVID-19 task force that have been used, uh, have been helping us rather to guard against uh, what I mentioned earlier as an infodemic amidst this pandemic. And yeah. uh, so our assistant mayor, who is Amy Perrin, Kevin Franklin, who, are, who is our director of public works, and Scott Atkins, who is our code enforcer and a build, our building inspector. And uh, we've also included, Michael Fry, who is our city attorney. Uh, We couldn't do what we're doing now without our fire chief and our police chief. Our fire chief, Mm -hmm. our interim fire chief is Ronald Nash and our our police chief is Bo Woody. And they lead their teams because they're, they're still doing essential tasks. And the dangers that we're running from, they're often still having to run to. They're burning that oil and getting it in. Long hours, if someone gets sick, they have to pull the extra weight. It's a lot on them. Now, we were blessed that when we first found out Washtenaw County already had an emergency preparedness plan. And so each of our departments had to step it up and start tweaking our city plans and update those plans because these are plans that you don't need every day, so they kind of sit on the shelf for a while. So we had to go back and tweak some of those plans. But this task force has been working day in and day out searching and researching to provide the best possible information that, uh, that you could find. And we continue to bring in key stakeholders, as you mentioned, uh, and we ask them to use this platform on uh, every Monday through Friday, I should say. At 3 o'clock p.m., we bring in our community stakeholders to update the public. And um, we have affectionately named the room that we hang out in. We're six feet apart. Matter of fact, we're further than uh, six feet apart. But we <laughs> named this room our war room. And we research and we respond yeah. to the different challenges that come up in our communities. And this group continues to work from CAN to can. And our team is going above and beyond the call of duty uh, to stay safe and to prevent the spread of COVID-19.
0: Well, If people do want to get the most updated information, what are your social media channels that you're using? What are the names to those if people want to check that out?
1: We've been going daily on Mayor Lott. Instagram Facebook and but we have a page also called explore Camden and we'll and we're working on the city of Camden through that for the city of Camden page and we appreciate you so much today you'd be happy to know that for the mental health and the well-being of many of the people in our community today we found a preacher by the name of uh, the right Rev., Reverend Dr. Scott Knight to come in and he's <laughs> going to speak to us on Good Friday. To encourage some of us oh you're a knight
0: okay anyway
1: i uh, am actually
0: is, uh, that is my father-in-law
1: <laughs> Oh, who would have thought so it's a small world is, <laughs> yes ma'am so what we've done is we're, we're concerned about the whole person
0: I'm and sure. a part of
1: that is maintaining the mental health necessary at this time there are people who are faced with fears that they've never had before I know at 14, 15 years old, I thought I was invincible. I've never thought that I could die. And there are children that are dying and people who are having to rethink their past mm-hmm. thoughts. And because they're being confronted with things like that, we're bringing in someone today on Good Friday to just encourage us and to let us know, especially some of our churches whose faith may be uh, wavering because we're so used to doing things a particular way. So. I want to say to you again, thank you so much. And I feel so privileged that you've allowed me an opportunity uh, to share some of my thoughts and some of some of the things that are going on in the great city of Camden, Arkansas.
0: Thank you so much, Mayor Lott. And I, I look forward to listening to Pastor Scott Knight's message. <laughs> I may be a little partial, but um, thank you for having him on. And I appreciate you talking to me this afternoon. Thank you. We have many of our frontline staff still holding down the fort at our branches for all of our customers, as well as our employees working behind the scenes in operations and our customer contact center. Our lobbies are closed, but we do have drive-thrus opened, and our loan officers are taking appointments. Thank you to all of our communities for being patient with us. We're active on social media, posting continual updates. You can also visit myfarmers.bank forward slash COVID-19. Remember, we're still here working for you. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.